Welcome to the Uncut Chronicles. I'm Crystal. I'm Andy. And we are coming to you with information and topics every day, such as culture, trending topics, shit your mammy probably don't need to hear. So come on in with us so we can share more with you about our day. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Uncut Chronicles. I'm Crystal. I'm Andy. And we are here to have a discussion, honey, because the time is about to be had. How was your weekend, Andy? You know what? It was a weekend. You know, my baby got her tonsils out, so you know how that go. That Mom duty. Let me tell you something. Don't nobody tell you about how dank, how dank tonsil birth removal. It's disgusting. It yeah. was like she just took a toothbrush full of shit and washed her mouth out with it. And I was sitting over there like... <laughs> smells so bad and I know like I don't know maybe you could relate I don't know when kids go through this like phase when they become toddlers and they start getting real breath and it was like do you have bubblegum shit toothpaste because like <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> you need to take a couple steps back when you talk to me so <laughs> um you know just dealing with that this weekend but other than that she is good she's doing better how about you uh, it has been um, busy, like super busy. I'm supposed to be working on self-care, um, as we all should. And uh, I got a chance to take my kids to do a pool activity with their school. So that was cute. Um, yeah, so I'm trying to practice other dope things like romance. And that's a struggle, but I'm going to keep practicing. And, uh, you know, it sounds like to me that if you have some extra hands at your house, it might be a little bit easier. Are you, are you taking applications for extra hands? Look. You AKA know what? Polly. Are, is that what you're doing over there? Let me tell you something. It does take a village. <laughs> it takes a village. Uh, grateful that my partner helps, but we wouldn't mind an extra set of hands around here. Um, but I, one of the things though about Polly, and I know, you know, everybody has their different opinions about it, but I, and maybe, maybe it's just me and let me know what you think about that. But I always say, I think it's kind of selfish to think a partner can be your everything because I feel like that's unfair to that person for you to ex- to have that expectation that they should be your everything and that's just not realistically possible at least to me mm, okay so what do you think the benefits to being poly are mm, well one again it takes a goddamn village I mean I know a lot of poly couples uh I don't know if you remember on TLC, it was a black poly couple called the Snowdens. Yep. And they had all them fucking kids and uh, they just wanted a nanny. Uh, that's that's nice. But um, but more so, it takes a village. And then there you have partners that can offer you things that your other partner can't. And that doesn't always mean, like when people think poly, they always think sexually. But um, I'm more so like, what about mentally? Like maybe you have a partner... I don't know, hypothetically speaking, and let's hope not, but they're just not as emotional or as in touch with their emotions, but you have a partner that does. And you have a partner that it that does have that emotional intelligence to give you that. Um, I think that's nice about being So you poly. want the extra support in the areas that your partner may be missing for poly world. Yeah. And then like, like poly check, poly chess. Yeah, because I feel like I like again, you can't expect someone to be your every fucking thing. Like, I'm just not. Like, I tell my partner all the time, like, I'm not Betty Crocker. If you want a Betty Crocker bitch, you need to go find one because I'm not her. I'm sorry. I'm never going to be her. You're not cooking and baking. 
best I can do for you, I can make you a weed brownie. That's all I can do for you. <laughs> That's the best I can do what for you. What are y'all feeding that kid over there, yo? Because I know she's not living off of it. <sighs> best I can do for you. So who cooks at your house? My partner does. Okay. Cool. Uh, and that's one thing I like about our relationship. Um, yes, it's in you know, gender role to an extent, mm-hmm. but he doesn't mind cooking and cleaning, okay. which I can appreciate um, because I'm not a slave. So I can appreciate that. Are you calling him a slave, sis? No, but you know what? I think adding to the narrative of barefoot in the kitchen, pregnant, cooking and cleaning, that ain't finna be me. My feet going to be propped up on the couch. I'm sorry. I'm not doing it. But I appreciate him. So it's like that thing again where I'm not a good cook. I don't sit there over here and pretend like I'm a good cook. Boogie, get on DoorDash immediately because I'm not going to do it. Um, but I have a partner that does like to cook. And that's their love language. They love doing that. And I appreciate that. And that's kind of how I view poly relationships where your partner kind of picks up where you're slacking to an extent. Okay. So in my opinion, Polly can be pretty dope. I, first of all, let me be clear, though. I feel Polly is a rich man's game and half of y'all can't afford to do it. So therefore, this conversation does not really, you know, belong to half of you. Also, I'm just being honest because it's not like if a man can't take care of one woman, how can you take care of the household and several women? You have to master one before you can consider taking on the next. Um, I think that it would be disastrous to take somebody else on when you don't have the income to support it. You can't even master the first partner you have. You guys fight and struggle about intimacy, money, how to raise kids, all that shit. And then you want to throw in some extra people? I think the hell not. So um, until you've mastered one, until you have the income to support another um, and including your current, you should not. Because there's going to be different homes, families, children. It's just a lot coming together. Also, I feel that if you can't meet the emotional needs of one, what you going to do? Uh, we're not doing that either. So I get really particular about this conversation because I feel that I don't want to see others be left out or be left to carry the burden. For example, we just talked about how there was one family uh, on TV and they essentially wanted a poly partner as a nanny, basically. That's bullshit. If my name was whatever and I'm coming into this this relationship with y'all and you want me to be the nanny, what do I get out of this? Like... Musty dick. Yeah, okay, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <That's all laughs> I <had to> offer. <laughs> and I feel like if you if you want extra skins, just say that. Maybe you're asking essentially just for a threesome once a week, and maybe you should ask for that to be on the safe side. Mm-hmm. But poly requires a lot of trust. It requires a lot of deep connection. It requires a lot of security and maturity, and it requires finances. If you don't have it all, get out the game, double dutch somewhere else. This ain't for you. Stay in the lane you can afford to be in. Travel on. No, thanks. That's just my thoughts, though. So I I agree with that, though, because I feel like a lot of what we see, at least poly wise, what we consume via social media and maybe it's just within our own. No, I lie because uh, sister wives had me gagged. But um, a lot of what we see in poly is always negative. And I rarely see very healthy, stable poly relationships when it comes to social media or it comes to like entertainment and TV and stuff. And I think that's sad because a lot of people get into it for the wrong reasons. And then a lot of people that promote it are more so like, look at all these women I'm fucking at the same time, but we in a one bedroom apartment. 
Not a one bedroom. Hello. Like, (laughs) I don't think that's what poly should be. And I think, like, I do appreciate when I do see healthy poly relationships where I don't feel like the relationship dynamics are strange. Like, um, what's what's the poly clown couple on TikTok? Sean and um, Olivia and their saga. And they had the the one girl that was there for Shanice. I'm so glad she left. Um, He is just like what Polly is not. He is very insecure. And I think me, you had like a, you know, personal conversation about that, about how people don't want to heal and get their self together before they join into these things. Like he's in it for the sexual satisfaction, for the ego boosting of, look at me. I got two women on my arm, this, this, and that, and the third. And how he maintains a power kind of dynamic, which I noticed is a common theme amongst um, poly men are, um, you know, he they pit the women against each other. Like even with sister wives, like um, Cody yeah. was pitting Robin against all of them and got left with Robin. So, um, and Mary just there hoping for the best, but like he pit all of his wives against each other and couldn't figure out at the end why they want to be around. And I hate when I see things like that because I don't, feel like that's what poly is about it's it's a village it's a real partnership amongst everybody and I hate that you get all these toxic people in poly using it as an excuse to just pretty much cheat whatever insecurities that they had in monogamous relationships they bring to this poly relationship and so you said you know what instead of fucking up one person's life let me fuck up five what are you doing why why I don't get it. It's disrespectful. Let's just say that. But I don't think that it's just men. I think women can be disrespectful in it too if they aren't being honest as well. Mm -hmm. Like if you want multiple partners, just say that. Cool. I have no problem with it. You want buffet love? Fine. I have no problem with that either. Um, It's like, you know, but but this is the thing. Polly is not a vending machine where you go up and press your choice of A1 Mm -hmm. or B5 and get what falls down to the spot. You have to respect the person's individuality, respect their sexuality, be very honest. Is it open-end poly or is it closed-end poly? Open-end means each person has relationships outside of one person and all the other people. Is it closed-end? Is it a triad where there are two of you, you add third person and nobody in the relationship is being involved with anybody else except the three of you? Um, You have to respect people's autonomy and people have to be honest. If you're a professional liar, it ain't for you. Um, if you're selfish in bed, definitely isn't for you. So I kind of feel like with that, you've got to be real secure in who you are because of the gentleman. Matter of fact, true story. I was, I don't know where I was. This is a, not, anyways, I was somewhere. And this gentleman approached me and he had a, I think he had a wife, I think. And then he was approaching me about some poly shenanigan. And I was like, what did you say? I am so confused. Where's your wife? Because I'm knowledgeable and experienced enough to know that when it's open and and they're talking as a couple, you would see them both. Let me shoot both of y'all down right quick. Where's your wife? Because I can, you already come with the shenanigans. And so at the end of the day, oh yeah, she knows she this, she's that, you know, he's trying to chat with me nonstop. And I never saw her until one day they were out and he looked like he saw a ghost when he saw me. See? And I said, Yeah, I ain't probably use a side piece. Wanna play a game? 
we can squid game this motherfucker if you want to. And I just looked at him. I had to decide what road I was going to take. I was Michelle Obama for a hot second, so I took the high road. But in my soul, we need to be on the low road because I felt that he lied and she didn't know. And thank God I was mature enough to kind of back myself out of that situation anyway and like keep the conversation very minimal, just polite. But at the end of the day, a lot of people out here playing games and using poly as their cover. And I think that's dishonest and it's hurtful to the movement for those who have been in the lifestyle for quite some time. And I've seen people do it exceptionally well, exceptionally well. But you have to be secure in who you are. If, if like, for example, so let's say like for me, I, I'm a very secure person of who I am. I know my personality. I can walk in a room right now. If I walk in a room, there are a bunch of insecure people. Game is up. I'm going to sip this little wine, wave at y'all, look at these pictures, ask how your mama doing, and I'm leaving. That's not my crowd. Like, insecure people will try to make you question who you are. They will make you question everything about you because they're not comfortable with themselves. They will create havoc. They'll create chaos. It'll be drama. It'll be just tension for no reason. I don't need that in my life. And so what you find is that in poly, oftentimes there's insecurity or there's a broken relationship and they're using poly to kind of put a bandaid over what's yeah. broken. And I have no interest in that. So I feel like you got to be mindful. You got to kind of be able to run or scan a room and see when something isn't working and um, make sure that you guys have like the same belief system, the same morals, the same everything. If not, you're playing with fire. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to get hurt. And I'm not trying to hear no other man talking about how his wife left him for a woman or how his woman left in front of the man. Listen, yeah. you was really over there playing a rich man's game and it really wasn't for you because you weren't ready. And that's my thing. Like, I, like I've been a, approached um, by a man that it participates in that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And um, I was kind of like, okay, you know, I admire that. It's nice that you do that. It's very open. Hey, this is my partner. My partner has other partners. I have other partners. This is our rules. We don't do this. We don't do that. Um, when it comes to, you know, sex, we agree on protection sure. with other people, but when it's us, we do not use protection, et cetera, et cetera. You know, and I admired that at first. And then I started talking more and I said, hold on. Um, where do you live? Oh, I live with her. I said, okay, you know, maybe they're a long-term couple. Well, a few months down the road, he gets put out. Well, where are you now? I'm with my other partner. This is giving hobosexual. I don't know about... Hobosexual? <laughs> it's, it's, it's not giving poly because like every giving. couple months I'm talking to you, you're in a new home with another partner. Where is your home? A transient hoe? Like you just a hoe on the road? Like... I'm just asking. What are you doing? Playing games. And I and I really had to take a moment and step back. And I was like... And when you said it's like a sort of rich man's game... I I agree to an extent because it's like if you want all these partners, like you said, you can't even sustain yourself. You're relying on your partners to give you shelter, the basic hierarchy of needs. Mm-hmm. Why do you want a whole bunch of partners? Do you want a whole bunch of places to go when you don't have a next place to go? Because right now, I hope, I hope. He in his own house, but I highly doubt. I'm pretty sure he's living with another partner. But that's where I, like, when you say, like, it's a rich man game, I, I kind of agree with that. Mm-hmm. Because when he tried to ask me out, I said, where do you think we're going to go? Because do not fucking take me to Outback. Okay? I don't take me to Outback. 
Don't tell me she's Skate Factory. Where do you where do you think we're gonna go? Oh, well, I thought you wanted to come to come to your partner's house? And do what? I'm not gonna sit in that young lady's house. And do what? And look at you. You got me messed up. And that's where I say, like, it's people like <laughs> that will come off like they're very knowledgeable about Polly. That will come off like they're very this, this, and that about it. And then you get into it with them, and you're like, <gasps> uh-huh. Or they have these crazy, these crazy designs that aren't effective. Like, um, this one gentleman told me that, you know, he was thinking about just going overseas and getting his ladies. And I said, just one second. You're going to go get Antoinette from whatever country and do what? Bring her here. You're going to bring her here and do what? She's going to be happy to leave where she is to come here because America's land of opportunity, Mm -hmm. right? And then what? When she starts getting some good old American fresh air and she realizes the rights that she's going to have, and you think she going to stay? Mm-hmm. Um, um, she might stay for a while to get her feet under until she learns. It's only a matter of time. And then where is she going to live? Well, then where are you going to live? And then, I was like, this is too chaotic. I don't think you thought this through. That also isn't fair to her if she doesn't know coming in the door what your design is. Are you just buying chicks' houses and getting them from overseas and making babies with them and how are we a poly family? What if she wants to leave? Oh, well, she can't have a house. So then what does she leave with? I had so many questions. Well, we're not going to do, we're not going to get married. We're just going to have an agreement on paper. An agreement on paper that says what? Because right now it says nothing but bullshit. Like what? Is my name on the insurance policy? No, there won't be any of that. I said, hold up. Just one second. I'm trying to understand who's getting the benefits here. Because it sounds like you're getting all the benefits. The ladies are just the casualties to the situation to get what you want by having an expanded family. When I tell you the fuckery was real, I said, sir, I'm going to advise you strongly against this. Because the design that you're laying out doesn't seem sustainable and respectful to everybody involved. It's not. And that's, but that's where I notice a lot of issues like that. In or abusers, abusers yes. hiding politics. And they're like really, really bad. Like Sean and his situation on, you know, their little poly clowns on TikTok, very narcissistic, very abusive. And I'm like, why do y'all want to be in relationships with men like this? Like, why? And, like, the girl he's with, you can tell, like, when she's young, she's young as hell, fresh, 20-year-old, fresh out of her teens, with this has-been that got put out the military, got all these pending cases. He ain't even divorced from the first wife yet. Ew. And he got you in here thinking y'all building some empire when y'all, y'all can't afford to go nowhere but the gym and back up to the house. What? He can't even get a passport. So where are you going? What are y'all doing? And his narcissism is so bad and his gaslighting is so bad. And I feel so bad for this girl because she's like so dumb and so young. And we know how we are we're in our first, when we had our first love. We were just so dumb and naive. And you can see it in her and she doesn't see the abuse. She doesn't see how unhealthy this relationship is. She wants monogamy. She wants monogamy. So why is she with him? I am Because so she's confused. hoping that she can be the one and only. Or like you see dynamics like how Snowden's were, where it's me and him and then it's you. It's not an equal triad amongst us, not an equal partnership amongst us. I'm the woman of, I'm the, you know, first wife. And that I noticed with a lot of plural marriages and stuff. I'm the first wife. I'm the boss. You bitches bow down to me. And I think that's the poly kind of role they want to play with other women that come into their relationships where, she has the upper hand to kind of rule over the other wives. And it's just an unbalanced, like, power dynamic in that house. And I hate 
seeing couples like that. But what was really funny that I was looking into when I was, you know, when we brought up about poly stuff, a lot of women that have two husbands of polyandry, women with two husbands, they do a lot better. And I'm actually like really low-key surprised because you would think, um, you know, with men and sometimes some men, not all, but some men can be very insecure and their masculinity can be threatened. And, um, you know, they're kind of like, yeah, no, I wouldn't want to share my woman with another man. Those relationships actually do really good. Mm-hmm. Well, think about it. In my opinion, I'm a lover of masculine energy. Like, I just love men being around because it just really just cools and calms some things down. Some shit you just ain't got to worry about. I think that's probably the key to that. Because those men know their role. Mm-hmm. They know her role. Um, They're comfortable in their role. What's the question? That's true. And they're a lot better financially. Uh-huh. A lot better financially. What's the question? Like, it... it it's really, really quite impressive where when you have all the women around, you have some who, you know, men are visual. So sometimes they're taken on by the, the visual aspects of the woman, not looking at the character, not looking at the beliefs, the morals, the, the goals, the mission. And so they'll just take a woman and, oh, OK, yeah, I'll do that. Knowing that everything behind door number one is not gravy. And so I think it's just really, really detrimental, quite frankly. But Polly has its benefits. Um, but I think these days that they stop lying to these women about the the levels of the relationship they're in. Mm-hmm. And they need to do um, more research, um, come up with a design that's best for them, mm-hmm. talk about what honesty really looks like, jealousy and insecurity, how that looks. And also when you talk about having children, it gets really tricky. Like um, I, I know a couple and they just had their baby, but they didn't know who the father was. They didn't know which one of the partners it was. We got we to gotta do a part two to this because I definitely feel like we don't get into the, you know, big combining our families with yeah. poly stuff. That's a whole nother conversation that we definitely got to get into. Mm-hmm. Because they're trying to figure out which one of the man candies is the dad. But they're happy about having a baby. Yeah. I've actually seen an episode like that on TLC. Mm-hmm. And the guy could not live with himself because he didn't know if he was the father of the baby. And they were kind of like, why does it matter? But it didn't sit right with him. But oh, after you didn't have this baby child, this is a mess. Okay, so we shall come back and talk about more. There will definitely be a part two to this because we got to peel back the layers. We're going to be addressing money, building houses, empires, quote unquote, families and having children who have and what. How do these households look? Do they live together? Do they live separate? Like, what does this really look like in real time? How do you introduce this to your family, your direct family? How does that look? Do you keep it a secret? Are you scared of being investigated? Uh, by your local authorities because of your lifestyle. It gets really interesting. So, you know, this is the Uncut Chronicles. We're going to always give it to you raw and uncut. So I'm Crystal. And I'm Andy. And we're here talking about things your mammy can't fucking hear. <laughs> so we'll talk to you guys on a part two. Stay tuned. Peace. Bye, guys. The Uncut Chronicles is part of the Breaking Ice, Building Bridges community podcast platform brought to you by Possibilities. Possibilities.